You're listening to the Wingman Nation Men's Moment Podcast, where we share tips that help transform men into better husbands, fathers, and more godly and Christ-like men. Hey, Wingman Nation, this is John Delaney, Director of Operations at Wingman. Welcome back as we continue on with the Husband Blessing Series. As I've said previously, I encourage you and your wife to spend 15 to 20 minutes each week listening to this series. It's a great opportunity to create some healthy discussions between the two of you. This week's lesson is called Practice the Same but Different Principle. Well, this principle is that you and your husband are equal in God's eyes, but your functions are different. This principle is found in several scriptures, but mainly from Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. Well, join me along with Wingman Nation co-founder, Pastor Jay Dennis, as we look at Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, which describes the same but different principle. We're so glad you've joined us today. Here we go. Hey, Wingman Nation, welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment Podcast. This is John Delaney hanging at the hangar with my buddy, Pastor Jay Dennis. Good afternoon, bud. Well, good afternoon, my friend. You're looking good today. Right back at you. It's a good day. It's a beautiful day. It's another one of those dog days of, well, we're kind of heading into September now and and things are, I don't know, when, I know you you live you live here for so long you kind of forget when does it actually start cooling off like exactly. January yeah yeah you know there's sometimes in November yeah. we start feeling it a little bit yeah. which is uh, is which is why so many people in October they go up to North Carolina they sure want to see the leaves change and they want to be in the cool before it starts getting too cold before it gets too cold because I tell you what and they come back to Florida sure they do they're not they're not dumb. that's for all the people that are up in Michigan right now. That's right. <laughs> They're like, I'm not going anywhere near there until the end of October or November, you know? Smart people. I remember, uh, you know, I was joking. It was I always joke about Christmas being, you know, oh yeah, it was 94 on Christmas Day. Mm. But I remember, I think it was this this past year, it was like 84. Yeah. It was a nice day. Wasn't you know? it nice? Yeah, I it was, remember it that. Low humidity, you know, you just can Beautiful. walk out and go, typical Florida weather. You wouldn't you like it to be like that year round? I, John, I got to tell you, I wasn't born here, but I got here as quick Quickly as I could, and I've loved every minute of it. <laughs> Quickly for the last could. 26 years, yeah. I fell in love with Florida, and yeah. I wouldn't want to be anywhere no, else. No, <laughs> no, we joke. We joke about it often because you've been here 26 years. Yeah. I've been here 49 yep. this month. Wow! And uh, yes, I was just a wee child when yes, we moved here. Of course, you were. So it's it's uh, it's it's such a great place to you know to to be, and uh, you know the the. Uh, I think the governor hits the nail on the head. Oh, he, love our governor. <laughs> <laughs> he love our governor. speaks it like it is, you know. He does. Yeah. Well, we are continuing on with our Husband Blessing series, and um, I can't reiterate more that, guys, if you haven't done so yet, get your wives involved here. Ladies, we are so glad, those of you that are listening uh, and have been listening over the past few weeks or even since the mm-hmm. the series began, uh, we're excited that you're a part of this. We know that uh, it's a great opportunity for you and your husband to spend some time together to get to know each other, maybe yeah. to answer some questions and delve into your relationship a little deeper. You know, and how, how much, uh, how often do we get 
an opportunity like this to be with our our spouse for yes. 15 or 20 minutes and have God involved in it. That's yes. not church-related. No, that's all we ask. That's it. That's yes. it. 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. The, I think our la- last podcast, we got a little off the rails, and we went about 25 <laughs> minutes. But most of them, we're, we're usually done in 15 minutes. Yes. You know, so. The power of editing. Oh. <laughs> and I don't edit anything, <laughs> unless we really make a mistake, and there then we go. then we cut something out, and you'll hear some background music. You'll if you ever hear that, you know something yes, went off the rails. Something went off the rails. Well, this week uh, we're we're talking about uh, practice the same but different principle, and you're probably wondering what is that, <laughs> and we're going to explain it to you. And we're actually going to be looking at Ephesians. Uh, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. So here's the same and different principle. It's found in several scriptures. It's mainly from Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. And the principle is that you and your husband are equal in God's eyes. That's important. But your functions are different. Okay? So uh, Ephesians 5, 22 and 23 says, Wives, Submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Ephesians five twenty two and 23. So the word submit and its action, submission, has long been a point of contention. Has it ever? It, it, it's misunderstood. Uh, we, we must understand it. It doesn't mean that the wife becomes... A slave right. living in an atmosphere of a controlling husband. And we know that's been part of the issue. That's right. Because guys look at it a completely different way. They do. The idea is that the husband loves his wife so much that she desires to follow his leadership. John, in my 40, almost three years of pastoring, I've not seen this fail. When a husband loves his wife like Christ loves the church, that wife humbly and gladly says, I'll follow you anywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. And and the heart of this principle is, is simply this. You and your husband are equals, yet you have different roles. So when a decision has to be made, you both pray about it. You talk about it. You seek godly counsel. You listen for God to give you direction. And however, on those occasions where you're not certain or you even disagree with each other, you as his wife and helper express your opinion, but defer to your husband and put the final decision in his hands. And that's a heavy responsibility it, for the husband. Very much, especially if you have that kind of relationship where you are counseling, you are talking about it, you are praying that's about right. it. This isn't my way or the highway. No. We've had a discussion about it, and maybe... You're on the fence right. about it, but your husband's leaning one way, one way, one way stronger right. than the other. Yeah, it, it, it's very important to see it this way: that that the husband has the bulk of the responsibility on him. That's exactly it. If it were a corporation, the wife would be uh, the executive <laughs> VP, and the husband would be the president. Yeah, you know, and and I think God would be the CEO, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really God's way of protecting you and providing for you. And if you haven't been in that relationship, you probably aren't seeing it that way. True, but so it takes both of you. It, it does. It takes the husband who loves his wife as Christ loved the church. 
him doing the right thing, it requires the wife doing the right thing and following the leadership of her husband. Right. Now, ladies, let me let me add this. If your husband ever suggests you do something that is clearly contrary to God's word, don't do don't it. Don't do it. No. Don't do it. If his attitude is my way or the highway mm-hmm. and he's telling you to do something wrong, then you follow God. That's and right. God will take care of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think it's important for us to to see that. You know, there will be times when you and your husband just don't agree. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You have every right to your opinion, ladies. However, God places the final decision in the husband's hands, and that brings you, ladies, relief and yeah. brings you peace. So we want to give you five ways to practice the same but different principle. What do you do? Number one, talk to your husband about a decision you both need to wait to make. Express your thoughts. Uh, include your feelings, your thoughts, your ideas to your husband. He mm. needs to know and hear from you. It's important. Well, you have to. She's being discerning, right? While he's trying to be discerning, exactly. So he needs to understand where she's coming from. Yeah. And most of the time, I've noticed that when Angie and I have those moments, we agree most of the time. And she comes to me with ideas, and I'm thinking, boy, I wish I'd thought of that. This is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. But there have been those occasions where God said, Jay, you've got to carry this. And in fact, um, let me just be transparent here. When we... We're praying, first praying about starting a new church right. here in Lakeland. And I approached Angie, and I said, honey, will you pray with me about it? She said, absolutely no. not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew her submissive spirit, and I knew I needed to give her a little bit of space to think it through. In a and couple pray weeks. Through in a couple of weeks, <laughs> that's right. Then I went back to her, and I said, well, what if we put this caveat on it that we're going to put a fleece out? And I've done was... this one, maybe three times in my Christian life. Yeah, I think life. it's amazing. And so she said, I'll pray about that because she, she, in her mind, she said, there is no way this is going to happen. Right. Well, it happened. And, and she is a happy camper because in that moment, she had to lean on me. She had to lean on my faith. There are a lot of times I have to lean on her faith. Right. But it's important when you have that final decision to, um, to do that. Number two, pray with your husband about it. Pray with him. And guys, pray with your wife. It's so important to pray about decisions, about family matters, about all kinds of things, work-related, anything. Yeah. And, then, and then number three, let him know. When you feel strongly about a matter, without yelling or having an attitude, (laughs) a wise man will listen to his wife and consider what she is saying. A a wise man. A wise man. Wise man. So, guys, you have to ask yourself, are you wise? Are you wise? Not a wise guy, (laughs) but wise. A wise man, yes. And and that's important because we, we, and we... As guys, we know this. It's it's inbred that we, hey, we're the decision maker. That's right. You know, you need to listen to to what your wife has to say yes. on the subject because she may save you so much grief. Oh, and you know. Angie has insight about people 
that maybe sometimes I don't have. Right. She'll say to me, Jay, be careful there. Jay, watch this person. Yeah. Be be aware, be discerning. And she is always right, right. about this. Right. And so, guys, we need to lean on our wives, too. Woman's premonition. Women, women, you know, we, we might think a guy, yeah, this guy is a great guy. Yeah. And then she's looking at him going, mm-mm, uh-huh. there's something. I'm getting a, I'm getting a feeling. That Better is, listen to that. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Better yeah. listen. Yeah. Number four, uh, encourage your husband to seek godly advice or to seek a mentor. Yeah. Um, yeah, let them, you know, have a conversation with your pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a mentor, mentor's great. I mean, being, you know, I, I've made the, I've made the statement on a number of occasions about w- watching a 78 year old get mentored by a 28 year old. You know, it, it works, bo- it works both ways. But if yes. someone can share insight into something, that's different from yours, and it's a different perspective, even though they might agree with you to some degree, where uh, it at least gives you an opportunity to, to have a different viewpoint of it. That's here's a, here's how exactly I feel right. about it. Pastor's going to be a little bit more uh, insightful as far as biblically. Right. You know. And uh, you need that. You do need that. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. I would, I would suggest to encourage your husband to find the godliest man he knows. Great Who idea. Is the godliest man mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. and go seek his counsel. Yeah. I mean that has proven to be so helpful to me. Yeah, I, I think it that's is very to, accurate. Uh, I, I was going through a very very heavy decision several years ago and interestingly enough there was nobody in the church I pastored that I could talk to mm. about it or I felt like I could talk to. So I found the godliest businessman in Lakeland, and I went to his office, and I said, would you be my confidant, and would you walk me through this decision right. that I'm having to make? Oh, man. And that man poured into me, loved me, encouraged me, but in the end, he said, it's in your hands right. to make. Yeah. But I needed that. You need it. Yeah, you I do. I need it. I'll never forget that. That's awesome. Well, number five is to ask forgiveness when you have failed to do this with your husband. Ladies, don't be, I mean, your, your husband is going to forgive you. Yes. Uh, if you, if you fail to do this, just, just go to him, baby. You know, uh, I, I have not held, upheld this part mm-hmm. of the deal with you and, and please forgive me. Don't, don't be ever afraid of that. And guys, you know, don't hold it over her head. No. And chances are that if the ladies go to their husbands and, and say that, God's going to convict that husband of things he needs to improve. Too. Very true. Absolutely. Absolutely That's true. That's kind of the way it works. Yeah. So uh, so the post-it note, uh, our daily post-it note, uh, ladies, you, you probably have more post-it notes than the guys have. You probably have different sizes and different, you know, patterns on them. I know my wife does. That's <laughs> not meant to be a joke. It's right. dead serious. Yes. <laughs> get a post-it note. Get a good-sized post-it note. Write him a note. And and in this particular one, say, you know, dear uh, your husband's name, dear Joe, dear John, dear Jim, dear Jay. Mm-hmm. Boy, we hit all the Jays. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is my joy to follow your leadership in our marriage and home. Thank you for allowing me to share my perspective, and thank you for also respecting my perspective. However, once we have discussed it, I promise to follow your direction. Good. That is some powerful stuff. Good. Um, yeah. It's so important 
to listen to this together as husband and wife. And and also, you probably know other couples, mm-hmm. ladies, you know other ladies, guys, other guys, that would benefit from this podcast. Reach out to them and tell them about it, about practical ways to build a, not a perfect marriage, but a great and healthy marriage. Yeah, and you know what? We want to we share something new and upcoming uh, that's going to be on Moody Radio uh, starting in mid-September, uh, and that will be the Wingman Minute. Yes. We don't have a specific time yet, uh, but it should be the same time, Monday through Friday, and then they'll play it throughout the weekend, weekend. a couple of repeats. But uh, just a, a quick one-minute tip yeah. on uh, on how to be a better husband, father, and a more godly and Christ-like man. So, That's uh, it. And Wingman Nation dot com is always available for you and to, to we have a daily devotional on there for free uh there's some great prayer opportunities on there yes. uh and we're working on it and by the time you're listening to this uh mensministry.com should be up and running, yes. and we're so excited about that as well. Very lots of fun stuff going on, lots of awesome well, stuff. God is blessing Wingman Nation, there's he no doubt. And thank you for praying for us, and uh, if you're listening and your church doesn't have a Wingman Nation ministry, go approach your pastor about this. Yes. We'll help your pastor. We'll coach your pastor, yeah. because less than 10% of churches in America have men's ministries. That's true. So... Please reach out to your pastor about that. And until next time, Wingman out. Thanks for joining us for Wingman Nation's Men's Moment Podcast. Next week, we'll be back with more from the husband blessing. Guys, again, this is a great opportunity to get your wives involved. Ask them to listen to the podcast with you. This is a great opportunity to spend some time together each week. Until then, be safe and may God bless you and your family.